Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So, what's going on with your uh, coffee cart? Um, well, I had a meeting with the health department. Yeah. And the health department. The health. <laughs> Damn right, health department. God. Our, I, our only twelve listeners from the health department. Hate, uh, better be nice. Yeah. <laughs> the health department. They're so terrible. Um, they are out to bleed small businesses. But. True. Anyways, it's going okay. Better now because I had a meeting. Mm. So basically. They had a meeting. They were like, okay, you know what? Like, it's been really hard to, like, classify you with, like, what you're doing and to figure out this whole situation. So let's just um, meet. And I was like, a good plan. Good plan. Let's do that. 10 a.m. Thursday. Cool. Sounds good. Get there. Loaded my meter. Two hours. Maximum, whatever I can load it with. And they made me wait 45 minutes to sit me down. Wow. Yeah, I got there at 9.55, and I'm like, yeah, we'll be right with you. And 45 minutes later, they finally sent me down. And I was already not happy about being there in the first place because I'm just like, I hate everyone in here. Right. And then um, they did that, and I was like, okay, now I'm extra mad. And so finally they got sat down, and it's so interesting. Like, they, the health department and mostly, I mean, it's funny, uh, you know, a lot of the government – BS I had to deal with was pretty easy in the sense that it was like straightforward and I mean they just had me pay something and I get a license or you know they just want my information so I can you know pay my taxes and move on the health department is the only ones that's been like problematic because there's so much like of a it's just so clustered of like a, a, a process because they have to communicate with, you know, uh, a commissary basically. So how it works is if you want to be a mobile food vendor in California, I don't know how other places work. They're probably infinitely easier to get going, but in California you have your County health department and they go off of California law to classify you and to get you permitted so I said in this long operational statement that's like basically 100 questions, they they asked me probably like 95 questions don't even pertain to me because it's like, are you cutting meat? Uh, what are you going to do if the cutting board does this and blah, 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 and you know, yada, yada, yada. All these questions that I'm just like, N-A, 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 N-A. And so what happened was um, I was like, okay, guys, look, I want to do espresso and I want to do, you know, I want to cater and I want to serve to the public. I want to do both. And they're kind of already thrown off in that sense. And they've never really, like, Fresno is such a, like, coffee is just not, it just goes to show how much coffee is, like, how small it is here, specialty coffee, that is. Right. Because there's other people that gotten permitted to do coffee things, but, like, it's not the same thing that I'm doing. Because, you know, some companies, like, you know, Cup of Joy or High Top or, you know, anybody else in the Valley doing specialty coffee catering operates under their, their the wing of their company. Mm. Like, because obviously if you get permitted as a shop, you have a three-compartment sink and you have all these things at the ready, quote-unquote, you know, to, like, prepare your food Right. And then take it to a, an event that's private and then serve it. So you don't need a permit per se. Mm. 
even though you should have one, right? Someone can definitely be like, hey, where's your permit? Do you have a permit to cater? And they'd be like, oh, um, no. Right. But if you're working a private event, people, no one's going to say that. Right. Like everyone there wants you there. So it's not like you're going to get questioned. Right. And so it's just weird. The requirements are just dumb. And so there's two routes you can go if you're going to be mobile. You can do a catering route, which is classified as I go to private events, I get paid in a lump sum, and then I, you know, serve 200 people or whatever. And there's the other route, which is basically a public route, which is uh, food prep. So you have to have, for me, I got a limited food prep permit. Mm. And so that allows me to serve to the public. But I had to get both permits because I can't be just one or the other or the other or, or else I'm limiting, right? I can do catering, but I can't serve the public or I can only do public, but not be permitted to do catering stuff. Oh, weird. Yeah, it's really weird. So like I basically and no one's really done what I've done and getting two different permits for coffee, at least. Mm. And the biggest thing that slows you down is the milk. Milk is basically a potentially hazardous food, is what they call it. And so they they make you have a three compartment sink, and they make you do a bunch of these things, who jump through hoops to get you, you know, permitted to serve to the public. Right. None of them makes sense, but it's just what California does. The California says, "Oh, you're mobile. Um, I don't care if you're serving tacos or hot dogs or shaved ice or whatever." You have all the same rules, all of you guys, from, you know, all these businesses under the sun, you know, and, and it's stupid because you would think, okay, if you're doing coffee, there's this subsector of things you need and, you know, and it should be minimal, right? You should need less than what someone who's doing hot dogs or whatever needs, right? If you're grilling right. onions on a hot top and you're doing all this food prep that could be really like problematic if it's not prepared right, that makes sense to have all these things in place to make sure you're doing it clean and you're not, you know, getting a bunch of people sick. But for me, you know, they're saying, I don't care what you're doing, Ryan. You have to have these things even if you're not using them. Sorry. And they kind of bully you around until you, like, give up. And then if you don't give up, like I did, and you're like, <laughs> you're like, no, like, you're going to give me an answer on how to get this business going because I've spent too much time, like, right. fighting with you guys give me something that's going to allow me to get permitted. And then you know, that's kind of the way you have to approach it, unfortunately. And it's hard and it's like really frustrating because they don't get what you're doing and they've, they can't even say espresso, right? They, they're like, like, it's funny. He was like telling me like, I was like, yeah. So when I get my license and he's like, well, let's use the proper terminology here. It's, it's a, it's a permit. And I was like, okay, bro. Like <laughs> when I get my permit, and he's like, so yeah, when you're when you're serving espresso, and I was like, well, let's get the terminology right here, Dan. Like, uh, it's espresso, no X, you jackass. But <laughs> sorry, I don't know if that's allowed on there. Anyways, whatever. Um, it's just frustrating because there's so much like, and I know it's hard because they're just reading what's in front of their face, the black and white of the rules. But you know, for me, I'm just working so hard to get like compliant, and they just keep saying no, and it's like. After so many times that they're like, no, 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 you can't launch. You won't be able to do this. You can't do this. This is wrong. This is wrong. And you're like, dude, like I'm not serving to like toxic waste. I'm just serving coffee. Like leave right. me alone. I'll pay you. I'll do whatever. Just like approve me. I, like, I promise. Like 
approve other people too. Prove them the same way that you're proving me. Like, yeah. it's not hazardous. I promise you, you know, like the, you know, the pitcher rinsers that like every, every coffee shop in the world has. Yeah. Like those things are like, I brought that up to them and they're like, what, what is a pitcher rinser? And I'm just like, oh, this is going to be terrible. Like, because yeah. they don't, you know, they don't classify that as a wear washing sink. They don't, right. you know, they don't care that that's a, you know, the most efficient way to, to wash and like sanitize everything. Right. But it's, it's just a whole process. So, I mean, luckily I sat down and got two different permits and paperwork to fill out. So I'll have to go through approving both of those, which will be not so fun, but nonetheless, it's a step in the right direction. So I submitted all that stuff. And so they're going to come back with a, um, they're going to have to inspect my registered commissary because mm-hmm. if you're mobile, you have to have somewhere that's you're on the radar saying, hey, like you're washing your utensils and stuff here. You're storing your stuff here. You know, if you have milk and syrups and all that stuff. Right. So Fresno Food Commons is where I'll be operating out of. But oh, cool. Yeah. They have like a really cool like 24 hour facility. Nice. But anyways, so I got all that squared away. And now it's like I'm trying to call my location and just like just go like launch as quick as possible and so now it's like a race to like i'm running out of like time and money to like just sit around and prep preparing for you know what i'm gonna do or serve it's like no i'm just gonna serve right <laughs> you know and figure everything else out as you go it's kind of the best way to do things it's like i'd rather launch broken and go than like you know try to spend as much time as possible making it perfect because it's just like it's not you know it, it'll never be perfect if it's the route you're going Right, you know for I mean? sure. But, yeah, so I guess it's, that was a long answer of how it's going, but it's it's good. It's going. It's yeah, going. It's cool. It, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, how's uh, everything at the shop? At the shop. Yeah. At the, at Everybody the... listening, this is a, a update on me and Josh's life, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I hope you care about how we're doing, because we're going to tell you. Yeah. At the cup of joy. At the cup of joy. There. Um. Which is incorrect, by the way, to all of you listening, if you've ever called it Cup of Joy. Yeah, or Koopa. Koopa Joy. Koopa Joy, that's wrong. (laughs) Just Cup of Joy, just normal. Yeah, there's Uh, actually a girl one time that came to the shop one day, and she was like, okay, settle this debate for me. Is it Koopa Joy or Cup of Joy? And I was like, that would be Cup of Joy. And she was like, and I was like, did you have a, a, a bet? And she was like, yeah. And I was like, did you lose the bet? She was like, <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I was like, how on earth did you think it was Koopa Joy? Like, are you, like, yeah. what in your mind made that make right. sense? Yeah. There's not two O's. Yeah. You know, there's no, there's no dots anywhere. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Umlaut. There's no accent dots. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, it's going good. I mean, we've got a lot of like progress going and, Shops are growing and people are the same height generally. <laughs> Nobody's really growing. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty solid. It's always good. Yeah, it's nice. We're uh, we're rolling out our uh, our Costa Rica next week, which was like our highest seller of last year. So hopefully it kind of brings back mm-hmm. some memories and some good tastes and some good vibes. Heck yeah, dude, that Costa Rica is bomb. I still have dreams about it. I risk that being a lot. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, yeah, it's, 
it's like always a, a cool feeling like knowing like having some kind of traceability towards like what coffee you're buying that's why i think it'd be really cool to like go to origin and like know about the farm like even seeing the farms and stuff like yeah it's it's cool to have like relationships like that so coffee companies that do that i think like it must be a very rewarding feeling like being like wow like i trace this all the way back towards yeah my relationship with you know this honduran farmer who right. like you know spent years cultivating this and you bring it back to the shop and you see other people buying it and being really excited about it i feel like it's a really fun like concept yeah you know i feel like this is like a step towards that type of like it's hard to say like I mean, everything's pretty much fair trade nowadays i mean anyone who says it's direct trade it's like okay like there's so many people it goes through like you can't really call it direct trade anymore but right um but still it's cool to have that relationship with like the farmer and like now i know pace is working on like you know trying to go to origin he's been to places before and brought back coffee but like it's really cool to like know the bean and be like oh i'm excited for this again like it's a fresh harvest right and so that's awesome yeah, I know. We had this guy call the other day, and he was like, is your guys' coffee organic? <laughs> and I was like, I mean, yes. <laughs> and he was like, well, look, I have to know if it's organic. And I was like, what do you mean yeah. by organic? Like, do we, we don't grow it in a lab. Yeah. Is that what you mean? And also, we buy it all over the world, so... I don't know. One, it's it's <laughs> like, next next to it's not impossible, but it's so hard to know yeah. that. And like it's, I mean, I most like every bean that we have is different, and it comes from a different place. So like, I, yeah, and even uh, if one person used pesticides, like I'd be lying if I said yes. All yeah, our coffees. Are most organic, coffees you know? probably are organic. One because farmers don't have money to spend on pesticides. Right. So like they're literally picking that by hand, and they're doing a lot of the work. Like the old-fashioned way right and this and the way it's been done for years yeah. so like there may be some that have and if they are using pesticides there's you know those coffee farmers are probably doing a like an extensive job growing and harvesting coffee that it's probably like worth what they're doing right but it's interesting because i think and i've heard people ask that too like they ask before it's organic and i'm like bro how would you even know like yeah. and why would it matter to you like yeah. that that you're not gonna you're not going to taste the difference. You're not going to feel different. Yeah. They, you know? There's no way. Yeah. They, and like if this was six years ago when things started not being organic and everybody lost their shit. Yeah. Like, then it makes sense. Yeah. But like right now, you have no idea unless there's a sticker that says this is organic. Yeah. And, and like, then you don't know if it's organic. You yeah. just know that they got a sticker from the FDA and the FDA gives you whatever you want if you give them enough money. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> like, like I don't know. Yeah, that's a really bizarre. Some people ask just really funny questions. Yeah. It was, it was a good time. Yeah. I was just, we were in the middle of a rush, and I was just like, yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, <laughs> call back maybe never. I don't, you know. Yeah. And then, know. like, the next day he called back again, and I was working, and I was like, um, yeah, let me let me grab someone for you really quick. And he's like, oh, sweet, man. And, like, Pace had just walked in, and I was like, hey, do you want to talk to this guy about our coffee and whether or not it may or may not be organic? And he was like, yeah, sure. And I just like yeah. handed in the phone. And I was like, well, I have to actually work now. Like, yeah, and it's funny when Pace talks to customers. Pace so is the co-owner of the roasting side of the business at Cup of Joy. And he's the most knowledgeable guy 
arguably one of the most knowledgeable in the valley about like the roasting process the green coffee like he just like becomes an expert because he works so hard about like educating himself on right everything roasting like it's really kind of crazy how far that guy's come in the past like two years yeah you know two three years of being at cup of joy as a roaster but like i always like was interested because i mean even we would go to uh expos and stuff and pace would he would always go to like classes that are like that he can learn something like useful and not just like cool classes that are like fun but like he'd go to these classes like and be so like diligent and like coming back knowing something else and i was always i mean i always admired how hard he worked at that because it can get dry and boring like really boring really quick with all that stuff like if right. you've been to like a tour at the roastery like especially when pace is giving the tour like yeah. he did the, i mean he does a great job educating you which is like the best part because you actually are getting info that's like probably a lot of people in the industry don't know right um or you know you know what i mean but i think he's you know he can definitely sometimes get over the top but he knows it too because sometimes he'll be like yeah i know this is a lot of information so right. <laughs> if this is hard to handle like ask questions right but you know he, he's like the best guy for the job um yeah. and he's always there like right when why right when you need him like, yeah the other day this lady came in and she's like yeah do you guys sell your beans like not roasted you're just green and i was like that's interesting i was like uh no <laughs> why would you like, want why, them green? Like, we buy them online <laughs> Or we do the we hard like, work for you. Yeah, we, like, call someone and they give us beans. And she was like, yeah, but do you, like, resell those and, like, to just consumers? And I was like, not really. I mean, most, I mean, most, if not every single human being buys coffee from a coffee place roasted. roasted. <laughs> I've never, I've never walked into any coffee shop and been like, oh, you guys have green coffee beans? Perfect, let me go roast yeah, these. Yeah, I've been really looking quick. everywhere for the green coffee. Let me go spend coffee. 40 hours figuring out how to roast these and then make my own coffee. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, no. It's like, one, no even thanks. even if you wanted to buy green, yeah. like, the best place to do that is not your local roaster. Yeah. <laughs> like, exactly. that's the worst place yeah. to do that. Like, you, there's plenty of, I mean, heck, if you're listening and you're like, no way, man, like, I want to buy green, go to sweetmarias.com. And that's the place to buy green coffee for, like, you know, reasonable prices. That's, like, a place that, like, some people that, like, have, like, a side hustle of, like, a coffee roasting business, like, in their garage or something. Mm. They they bought, they, like, they have, like, small bags. Like, because a bag of coffee green, like, in, like, widely in the industry is, like, 160 pounds. (laughs) That's, like, a bag, like, of coffee. But they, they sell, like, home stuff where it's, like, I don't know, like. 500 grams or something wow. like that yeah, yeah so you can you know you can roast it to yeah you that's know, nice like you know buy you know 10 bags of ethiopia and like right. or, you know something like that diversify what you're doing yeah that's a weird question yeah what, weird. what's the weirdest question you had from a customer oh man uh that's a, both of those are up there those are pretty weird and those are both like in the last or not just week. weird but just like like why <laughs> like, like why you know it's a good question other than like the bathroom key, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, infamous bathroom key question. <laughs> Do you have? Yes, it's on the wall. <laughs> yeah. What is your Wi-Fi? Yeah, it's on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> those are they're not weird, but I feel like if I go into a place, I kind of 
do everything in my power to look for those two necessities yeah i've only before i do anything else i only do that because I, and, and you know what bugs me is when they're i'm at a coffee shop and they don't have a bit a bus bin like a oh, dish yeah. bin to put their, their stuff yeah. in like i don't i just feel bad I? for the like people working yeah I, i'm like, always I'm like so sorry that I know. you have to like walk over here and pick this up <laughs> you know? i know like i'm always like i'm not an idiot i swear like i was looking for a bus but you don't have one like because yeah. you know who doesn't have one is scout coffee mm. in slow and it's their i think their new shop does because it's humongous but their old shop the one that's in like downtown so uh is like uh it's like really small and quaint and like there's no bus men anywhere mm-hmm. and i was like one i remember when i first went there and i was like there's like am i missing something and like i was looking around forever and like the workers started like looking at me like can tell i was like looking to put my dish somewhere and they're like oh i'll take it and i was like I'm sorry. Like I, I didn't. They're like, oh, dude, it's fine. Like yeah. you could tell, it's like they just are used to that. Like because probably a lot of customers just leave their crap out and like, you know. But yeah, yeah. I feel like, but like in terms of just general weird questions, like I get weird ones, but I don't think I've been like thrown off to the point of like, okay, get out of the shop, kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Like there, there's one lady. Well, there's two ladies that come in every now and again. One of them gets like like a shot of espresso with room in like a 16 ounce cup like it's just like two ounces of espresso and yeah. the rest is nothing she'd do a, poor, a big cup poor man's latte or yeah and she just like takes half and half and like God. all of the stuff that is just like the fixings on the sides and just like piles it in and like yeah. mixes it and leaves and I'm like what yeah. dude I like I, I can't stand that, that. Like, using the system like i can't cool, stand but... it yeah <laughs> it's so funny like i feel like i've heard but it's also <sighs> it's almost the same price to just order that because like a shot of espresso is like 275 or whatever mm-hmm. it's like just pay the extra 50 cents for everything else yeah i don't i don't get it like i, I don't understand why someone would need to cheat the system that bad yeah to like I'm just like one. How do you how do you go about your day? Like, right? You feel it's funny. They're probably like, oh, like I, I'm fine. I'm dandy. Like knowing I just cheated you out of like a dollar. Right. Yeah. It's like one. It's like it's a dollar. Just pay it. Like, yeah. just pay. We're a small dollar. business. Just freaking support yeah. us. You know. And if you don't want to pay the dollar, that's fine. Yeah. We're here to love you, but I love you a little bit less than. Yeah. <laughs> like seriously, I don't get it. I'm like, why would you go and like fix your cup? It's like the when people say they want um like an espresso over ice and i'm like you son of a bitch like you (laughs) like you you are so dumb like why like one that does not taste good like i can't imagine it tastes very good and then but most of the time i'm like i know you're not just drinking espresso over ice if you do you clearly like your taste buds are weird i don't get it but two like you're just going to go put half and half in that. And like, right. and I'm like, I know you're not putting just a splash. Like a splash is not enough to like fill the cup up a few inches, which is what you're putting in. Right. And I'm like, you just ordered a small iced latte. Right. Like that's literally what yeah. you did. Like, and it's just. Yeah. Granted though, on our menu board, it's like, there isn't an eight ounce option, but it's there. You know? Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people get thrown off by that and they try to like figure out a way. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. That's the only thing that I can think of. But it's just because I work there, I think. Yeah. 
but and it's just funny like we started doing the service with the cups where you would give them the cappuccino cup so it's the hot paper cup but you'd put it the ice in there and you pull the shot of espresso and you give it to them and then you and if they ask for like milk or whatever then you pour it into like a milk pitcher with like the measured level and you give that to them right right and it's just like all these extra steps to make sure that you're not stealing a latte like like a a freebie (laughs) yeah and it's just like dude like and then, but then I get people that are like, oh well it bleeds like you know the water seeps through and stuff and I'm like really it's like six ounces like you can't drink that in twenty minutes like yeah. before it gets all gross like yeah it's you know people like will just and that's when you just give up and you're like whatever just here use non fat and yeah <laughs> yeah like we get rid of that anyway yeah it's seriously. two days old it's <laughs> <laughs> oh so funny yeah. Uh, not entirely true, but also really funny. Um, <laughs> just kidding, guys. Uh, but this guy did come in. There were two guys that came in back to back. They both ordered espressos. One guy ordered it with like a little bit of raw sugar, ice, and then the shot. And then another guy just ordered it just like a normal person. And the guy who ordered it normally like took it, sat down, like was sipping on it, like did his whole like three sips thing. Totally fine. I'm like, oh, sick. You're, you know, you're a cool guy. Yeah. The next guy's like, oh yeah, I thought I ordered this to go. Like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna pound this really quick. And like, me and Scott are just standing there, like staring at him, like, what? And he just like stands there, and he's just like, like in a, like a tequila shot or something. He's just like, boom, done. And I was like, respect, dude. Like, I could not have tasted good. Yeah. And wait, what did he order? He just ordered, like, a shot over ice with, like, sugar at the bottom. Huh. And he just, like, pounded it, and then they left. Interesting. He, like, pounded that in his, like, seltzer water. And I was like, well, you're like, okay, cool. I hope you're good. Yeah. <laughs> like, hope you have a great day, bud. That's really interesting. Yeah. But I feel like... I it's interesting. I also don't understand the concept of, like, someone who gets a shot of espresso to go i'm like like explain to me that you like you don't have that much time you don't have two seconds 20 seconds really i'm trying to think i think on average it takes me maybe if i if i happen to be talking to someone very intently with like a deep conversation i can still finish an espresso in like three minutes yeah yeah it's so it's so simple like i think when i went to cat and cloud like I just ordered a shot of espresso and one of their, like, ham and cheese croissant things mm-hmm. or whatever it is. And I was like, okay, well, I'm done with both of these, like, right now. You yeah. Know? It's like, it's not a difficult meal. Yeah. You know? It's really not. And then, but, like, you know, we have people that come in and get, like, a half-calf shot or, like, a decaf shot or mm-hmm. just a regular shot to go. And, like, there's only, like, three explanations for, like, why that would even happen. It's like, one... It's too hot, and they just can't handle it in the yes. four seconds that they want to be there for. Like, two, and the one that I think is what's really going on is they're, like, just putting it in something in their car, or, like, they just wanted the shot to put into, like, you know, their something else. That they, yeah, like, <laughs> just a shot of something else, you know? Yeah. Like, just to use it as a mixed item, or, like, three, they just, like, are so obsessed with their time management that they can't be in the shop for while they're drinking it yeah which i don't 
know what it is that they're doing mm-hmm. that they can't just drink it really quick. Plus, yeah. there's a there's a guy that comes in. Ten and, shot guy. What? Ten shot guy. No, no, I haven't seen him in a while. Me neither. But um, <laughs> but uh, but this one guy that comes in like every day at like five, and he gets a shot. Like, I'll talk to him for like four minutes, and he won't even drink it. Really? He'll just be in there. Interesting. And I'm like, okay. And then he'll leave with it in a to-go cup. And then, like, I can see him, like, kind of pound it before he leaves. But I'm like, why did you need that? Mm-hmm. And then we, you know, we have our other, our friend that just gets it for there and then never drinks it. Oh. Yes, that friend. Um, <laughs> I was like, who? Oh, okay. Who? Every, everyone listening knows who that is. <laughs> yeah, that's um, yeah, an interesting, interesting one. I don't, yeah. I don't know if we're being bitter right now. I don't think we are. I don't think we're being bitter. We're just speculating. Yeah. <laughs> just merely observing what we see. Yeah. That's think the other thing that's awesome about working in a coffee shop. is like, if you love people watching, you, you, you can watch a lot you. of people. There's a lot of different people that come into a shop that don't really know anything about coffee. Especially. That's, that's the weirdest question. Just thought of it. This lady comes in. She goes, I just listened to this podcast from like Mariposa Coffee or whatever. Oh, no. I was like, really? She's like, yeah. You guys don't burn your beans, do you? <laughs> like, she, I heard that burning your beans is really bad. Really? Like, just really? She's like dead serious, like looking at me, and I was like, yeah, we we don't like burn our beans. <laughs> and she was like, are you sure? Yeah. Do you know if every bean isn't burnt? And I was like, yes. Like if it if there is like, one burnt, it's not in the bag you're getting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I was like. I was like, yeah, we don't burn our beans, one. And two, if they get burnt at the roastery, I'm pretty sure we don't sell them because that would be really bad for us. And she was like, oh, okay. But, like, she just kept bringing up this podcast that she had heard once, and I was like... You know what's funny is Mariposa Coffee, I've heard notoriously, has pretty not good coffee. I don't... don't, That's mean. That sounds really mean. But I've heard it's just on the roastier side. Yeah. It's all really, really dark. Yeah. It's whatever. It's kind of like, like Almost two like. cities. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not saying that in a bad yeah, way. I just think two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, we're not being better, though. We're, not, we're just speculating. It's just, we're really it's speculating. just speculating. It's just, you yeah. know. Different folks, different strokes, you know? Yeah. I think... And they're all great people. Yeah. And uh, the only reason I say that is because my roommate actually works there. And I just... It's funny to me. Yeah. I think... It's 2018, I have to be politically correct. They're not shitty. That's just how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let me tweet about like, it really quick. I don't know. We're, I mean, whatever. I think there's, everyone has their thing. Like, I mean, I'm, well, I was surprised when I went to Blue Bottle and I got, they have, they have two blends that they roast and consistently, which one of them is Giant Steps. Mm-hmm. Which is darker, like the darkest of the dark, and then um, their Haze Valley Espresso, which is also really dark. I was so surprised and mm-hmm. almost appalled when I bought Haze Valley Espresso. For some reason, I thought it was just not going to be as dark as it was, because just because the way Blue Bottle serves is so like elegant and like right. light and bright and like specialty and high end, and I'm just like, 
dude, what is this crap? Like, that yeah. you're serving. Like, you're roasting this and people buy it? But, like, right. I mean, it just kind of goes to show. I mean, they probably have, like, very analytical, you know, R&D at oh, the company yeah. that are basically saying, you should roast like this because people like it. This sells them. I guarantee you that sells probably the most. Mm. Their Hayes Valley Espresso, which is dark. And it's funny, our, our coworker, Annie, um, Annie B, I really hope you listen to this podcast, but <laughs> she was telling me she like ordered giant steps or something at Blue Bottle and I was like, one day she like, sent that in the group message. I was like, don't order that. And she was like, why? And I was like, because it's like hella dark. She's like, oh, I like that. I'm like, what? Yeah. You like that? And I'm like, what the hell is wrong with you, Annie? Like, <laughs> what, what's happened to you? But like, no, I mean, people, I don't know, people like like that classic like old school like bold cup of coffee that's just yeah close to motor oil but like they can throw some cream in it and dress it up and make it you know like nostalgic right (laughs) i guess you know yeah i mean i love me a good dark cup of coffee but like i think i've talked about this in another podcast it's like the more and more that i drink like our coffee or just like specialty coffee in general Mm -hmm. like i feel like i should be drinking lighter and like the more like if I drink a lighter cup, like I feel like I have to be in the mood for it. You know, mm-hmm. it's like I have to I want something that. like floral and bright and yeah. happy and whatever. I feel like I've opened my mind a lot yeah. to like even so even I remember there's one time like I got I went I forgot why, but it was I was in school and like I don't I don't think Collect Coffee was open at the time, but there was nothing close to me really and I, I had to go before class or something and like so I went to the Starbucks like yeah. on campus yeah <laughs> yeah but like and even that like it's like the it's just a different type of coffee obviously like you're not gonna go there and get a great cup of coffee it just you it won't happen like right I mean you're just there and, for and the caffeine and the sense of specialty right because yeah. even Starbucks um as far as the specialty coffee association believe it or not that's a thing the SCA like classifies Starbucks as specialty technically right even though people in the specialty coffee market don't. they don't yeah. yeah no one would be like oh that's specialty like but on a paper it technically is but their coffee I always get a like the short which is like they're mm. like they're small and then I I always order like like Pike's Place or whatever some, something that their blend is and then um, I'll throw like some like heavy cream in it or something like just to like because just it's too roasty obviously like i'm not gonna drink it black but right you're not gonna get much flavor nuance from that but it, you know it's still like i enjoy it like i don't like it's not the worst thing i've ever had obviously right you know like it still has its place in my like coffee drinking experience where i, I can like i can like that you know i can get down with the cream and sugar like right. if it's that kind of coffee you know, it's almost, it kind of makes me think about like what my parents drink and stuff. You know, but yeah, um, yeah, I'm trying to think. Like, I haven't. It's I haven't even been drinking coffee all that long. Like, I was 19, 18 mm-hmm. or nineteen when I first started drinking coffee, like wow. consistently. Yeah, like I maybe had sips from my parents here and there, but I was always like, ugh, it's disgusting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did your parents drink coffee growing up? Yeah. Yeah, I think I talked about. I think we talked about that in one podcast. But like, my mom drank coffee all the time, but my dad despises it. Really? He's like, I will only drink tea. Coffee is disgusting. 
it has a bitter aftertaste. That's so funny to me. I feel like anything, every time I think of a parent, I'm just like, you don't drink coffee? Yeah. Like, how are you a parent? Yeah. Like, I feel like it's a requirement. Like, how do you adult well if you don't have coffee? Yeah. It's like, if I meet like a 40 year old dude who's like, yeah, I don't like drink coffee, I'm just like, what? Yeah. Even like YouTubers like Casey Neistat, like Peter McKinn and all those guys. Yeah. Every morning they have like at least a cup of coffee. I mean, if you're Casey Neistat, you'd have to. You'd have to. Yeah. But still, you know, they're very vocal about like the necessity of coffee. And it's like, how do you not drink coffee anymore? Yeah. It's it's one of those things where it's like it's one of the only legal drugs anymore. You know? <laughs> so how do you not take advantage of that? <laughs> like you know, uh, you can't get cocaine anymore. You might as well just get twelve. <laughs> anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like, but weed though. Weed though is gonna make you <laughs> very not productive. Yeah. I think well yeah, I, I think uh unless you have A D D in which case it does. Yeah. Yeah, it's just opposite. I guess it's fine. Yeah. It's up to you, I guess. <laughs> Different folks, different strokes, like we said. But I think a lot of people, you know, for, well, a large portion, I shouldn't say the majority, but a large portion of people just like coffee because of the caffeine content. Right. So, like, you could start, you know, gabbing away about specialty this and floral this and tasting notes this, and people are like, dude, I don't care. Like, just give me a cup of coffee. Right. Like, you ever have those people in the shop? Because at Cup of Joy, we don't, like, they... We didn't serve uh, drip after 11, 30, 11? Yeah, 11, 11, 30. Yeah. Yeah. Because the rush in the morning, usually there's a lot of people that have this tendency that like, you know, and it's hard because you always want to upsell a pour over because it's obviously, you know, the customer pays more and it's a good experience, a great cup of coffee. Yeah, it's like a better cup of coffee. Yeah. I mean, we use a higher priced coffees and we, you know, the whole point is the margins are way better on it. And then drip and right. but some people are just like dude just give me a cup of coffee like i really don't even care if it's the best thing i've ever had this could be a you know 80 dollar cup like yeah. i don't really care like even if you give it to me for free i don't want that i just want something that's like quick and easy right. and consistent and you know it's just what, pe- what the people want like it's just interesting some people will just like you can read them coming up to the register and they're like they're like just give me a cup and you're like okay i'm not even gonna try you with a pour over like right. i'm just get this guy a cup of coffee or if it's 12 give an americano right yeah you know yeah seriously gotta do what you gotta do in this world you know i never understood the concept of an americano oh um so it's espresso and water yeah but it's like in a cup right do you have any questions yeah why do you why is that a thing why why pull a great shot of espresso and, and then dilute it with a bunch of water? No, 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 no. See, that's not what it is. That's what it is. No, you're... Okay. That's exactly Here, what it let is. Here, me, let me re-explain it in a different way. Mm. It's like a cup right. with water in it. Hot water? Hot water, yeah. Unless you get ice, in which case it's like ice and water. Right. But if it's a hot one... How hot is the water? Pretty hot. Mm. You could die. You could die? Yeah. But, like, you won't because <laughs> it's good. And then you put espresso in it. So you're right. not diluting the espresso. You're more like... You're not? You're more like awakening the water. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, I don't get it, but... <laughs> I think... Yeah. I don't know. I feel like it's just a, it's just nice. It's a change of pace. Do you drink Americanos? Yeah, I love Americanos. Really? Yeah. You're about that life. I am. Yeah. Kylie is too. I used to not be about it. I used to be exactly where you are. 
Yeah. I, but then I, and then I became the, aware of the, the greatness <laughs> of Americanos. I've, I've tasted Americanos. feel more American. Really? You know? Mm. This must be what, like, people in Europe are like, I can get a glimpse of why people are like, you're an idiot. Yeah. The concept makes no sense. You want espresso over hot water. These three Australians came in the other day. And they, they did all, not get Americanos. All three of them got eight ounce Americanos. Wow, that's and ironic. And they said, they said, this is the best coffee we've had <laughs> in all of America. And we've wow. been traveling America for a month. They're like, we were in New York. We were in Detroit. Wow. We were in this place and this place and Salt Lake and all these like random places. But, you know, we had to, we came through just to, you know, go to Yosemite or whatever. And this is the best coffee we've had. Like, here's our card. Hell yeah. If you guys are in Australia, come hang out. What? Really? Yeah, and I was like, sick. And then... You're going to pay for our flight? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and then, like, the next day they came in and they're like, yeah, we've got, like, eight hours before our flight in L.A. Like, we had to stop by again before we leave. Like, blah, blah, blah. Like, oh, you guys yeah. are so good. And I was like, thanks. And yeah. like, and then they came and they, they left. But they, both times, they got Americanos. I feel like I've had a lot of good luck with some foreigners that come in. The Australians that come in love us. I've had a couple guys from... Uh, they were doing this like stand-up comedy show, and oh, they right. were yeah, and they they were from Britain and or well, somewhere in the UK, and they they were like this is like great like this is really good and it's just funny because I feel like in those countries like like especially Australia Australia's next level yeah like I mean to be honest if those guys said that's the best cup they've ever had including Australia. Like, did they say in America? Or yeah, like... they said in America. Okay, so they're probably so like... They right. probably were, like, biased to their own country. Yeah. But, you know. But, I mean... I'll take it. But Australia... I mean, uh, yeah, definitely. Like, they've been <laughs> to New York, and they're saying, like... I mean, that's pretty damn good. And, like, I think uh, it's... Uh, it's interesting. I was watching... I watched, like, Chris Baca's vlogs, and if you know me, I'm, I'm like, the biggest Chris Baca fanboy, like, ever. And he... Um, they did like some kind of event in Australia for La Marzocco. They like mm. he was giving like a like a basically like a lecture on something, but he went and did like a whole vlog of like Melbourne and like all those like you know hot coffee shops and stuff over there, and it's just crazy like the amount like the culture there like every corner mm. like every couple blocks there's a coffee shop, and it's not like one's like a mom and pop like like everyone has good coffee it's not like you know you have to go across town to go get something because that's what it's like here like in fresno it's like you have a select few places to get a really good cup of coffee right and you know so therefore you know hop in the car and like you know go travel road trip basically you know know, i gotta go 20 minutes down to tower to go get a good cup or I have to go all the way to downtown Clovis if I'm on the opposite end of town right and you know so it's like but you know in Melbourne and like Australia where there's this culture is so huge and right not only coffee but they're starting to like it's like you go there and you see like these food items on the menu that are like really good and it's like now you don't even have to if you're a business and you want to compete and make money you can't just have good coffee because people will be like, oh, that's great, but I want to stay here and I want to eat here. I want something, you know, like right. that's now a selling point is like you better have a food program on point. Right. And I think you're going to start seeing that in the United States in the next few years. 
you're going to see all these like coffee shops that have been known to have great coffee and care about that process and now they're going to have to start having good food because people are going to start to care about that yeah you know because it's like oh it's like happening now for sure like yeah this lady come in and she was from like san francisco or la or something and she was like oh do you guys have like you know gluten-free yeah like salad yeah like all this like random stuff and i was like oh no like we were mostly just you know coffee shop still like we just have all this other food and she was like well i need to move back to you know like sf where i can get you know (laughs) my bougie crap and i was like okay well i mean you're in the central valley yeah, where all of the food is made we're not gonna like artificially make you something sorry yeah you know we're like i, I don't grow lettuce on the roof for you or you know <laughs> yeah. what i mean like i don't you know i mean that's so funny that people are like stuck up like that i think it's it's like one i mean largely in the u.s it's like if you go to a coffee shop then like yeah. you know you're, you're gonna get good coffee like if you want a salad or you want something that's like all done up it's like then go to the food place like right you know like you ready yelp go to it yeah <laughs> you know right yeah like i think i mean i do think it'll it'll start you know the movement's continuing and a lot of people will start i mean even cup of joy has added men- food menu oh yeah food like, items like yeah, in the past yeah. few years like, still going it, and they're good you know and i think they'll but they'll start to get more equipped in the sense that it's like a traditional like you know there's pre-made you know or sandwiches that are made in the morning or, or something like that i think i can foresee that being something that's important in the cafe model which i would love to see more of that you know because like there's been a lot of times where i spend you know a couple hours in the cafe i mean it'd be nice to have something other than like a yeah you know something that's a week old that's just sold as a quick grab and go thing right you know? like it'd be nice to have maybe some like you know food program or something in other places right it'd be kind of cool but that's what i've noticed in like yeah like especially Melbourne. in the central valley yeah like definitely has a lot of like people yeah there, so many so. so much access to great ingredients and like yeah. you know a lot of stuff that you know some people will not even get around the world like right you know they can't get yeah. as much access well another thing i think the bigger problem and the reason it doesn't happen a lot is like there isn't really a lot of great restaurants in general in like the central valley you know it's just like yeah, like, have, I mean, it, like our really quality is... stuff, or, like, you have, like, McDonald's. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There's no, like... We're so commercialized. In between, like... Yeah. You either have, like, a really rich, like, Fleming's, or you have, like, Annex, or something, like, really mm-hmm. high class, or you have, like, McDonald's. Yeah. You know, and then in between you have, like, Blast and Brew or something, or, like, House of Juju. Yeah, you have, like, like, some stragglers that are in which there. Which is, like, but... cool, but it's still, like, on the more expensive end, but not really on, like, the beneficial end. Mm-hmm. There's just so many... It's I mean, weird. it just comes down to competition. I think it's why it's so important to have competition, right? I mean, to, to, yeah. to have and develop these industries, like, you need people to push the industry forward. And, like, right. to do that, and, it, you know, innately as a business owner you would say no competition in some sense right i mean right. i don't think any business owner is saying that but you know you would think like oh well we got to step our game up and like you know crush this competition yeah. but that attitude does drive more people in the industry to start like pushing the envelope you know and like i think that's why it's so important to have that competitive nature and like also acceptance of a bigger industry a bigger picture right like i think if everyone hates each other it's no fun but if you have people you know with the same goal in mind to say hey this is a barren market for fresno and clovis 
you know, the immediate, the, you know, the, whole, the heart of the Central Valley, like, I think, you know, it would be great to have more people enter the market. And then it's like, everyone starts to up their game and you have more options and more places to go. And, right. and then everyone, you know, I, ideally everyone wins because there's more people fluctuating with right. local shops, you know, not going to corporate, you know, like mediocrity right. <laughs> markets, you know, yeah. like it's, I think that would be really fun to see the, the market grow in that way or the industry grow in that way, you know? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, anybody listening, you know, start a really nice food place. Yeah. So we can have good food. God, I know. Cheap, I, good food. <laughs> it's so funny. Like, when you compare and contrast, it's like, uh, access we have to ingredients, and you still have places like San Fran, and, like, you know, they, they just kill it with quality. Like, right. we went to that San Francisco trip, and we went to, like, Craftsman and Wolves, and, like, yeah. um, uh, Tartine Bakery, and it's like, their quality is next level. Like those guys are taking extreme measures to make sure they have a quality product. Right. And people just don't do that here. Right. Like there's just no good, like there's, there's no one is taking that extra step. Right. And And if there is like, why don't I know about it? Yeah. Seriously though. Like why, like you have what over a million people in the central Valley that are waiting for something cool to happen (laughs) in the food world. Like we have, I mean, I can't even think of, I can't name more than like, I don't know, like two bakeries that I know of that are like staple bakeries here in the Valley. Yeah. Let alone like just good bakeries. Yeah. You know, I mean, uh, I'm trying to think like Sam's Deli is like one of my favorite places to go to. And that's not even a bakery per se. Right. But they have great bread and they have good stuff. That's like yeah. a very niche, like, like, like Piemonte's and tower mm. is like the same thing. You yeah. Know? It's just like a really nice deli, but mm. there's no like substance of like yeah stuff it's you not know, it's not like the catered cheese bread yeah get out right you know it's not like here's a plethora of delicious things yeah like craftsman and wolves was like they're on top of everything yeah I, i've never seen someone put so much effort into their yeah. products they serve like their pastries and baked goods are i mean by far the best I think I've ever had. I mean, Tartine was another one that was great. Yeah. And Tartine is a, is a much more simpler um, yeah. business, right? right? I mean, t- Tartine is like a legit bakery. Like right. that is a place that you're going to get the best, some of the best bread in San Francisco, as some people would say, you know? Right. And I think it's, you know, just simple process. You start at, you know, 4 a.m. in the morning or whatever it is, and you just, they bake work all day. Yeah, they, yeah. They bake and they close early. Like they, but yeah. that's their their thing. Their jam and they're packed all the time, and people go there for a great breakfast or brunch, lunch. You know, yeah. And, and that's it. And they call it the quits, and that's their business. And they right. stick to that simplicity. Like that is what you know. I think I would love to see more of, and especially in Central Valley. You know, I right. think that would be awesome. You would think it's like that would be our jam to have like right. some of the best food places that you can go. Yeah, and I think that would be awesome. But I think one the why that isn't the case scenario maybe is because there's just so much people in this one little area that makes you know there's that's that competition factor coming in where it's like so many people wanting to do this some of the same things. It's like it keeps driving the industry forward and forward and forward, and it's like 
well, you have Craftsman and Wolves and, and Tartine and like there's so someone else wants to do something, it's like you better be good. Like you right. can't be this like crappy business, like maybe you can get lazy and be the only bakery in town and like have your product kind of suffer. Right. You know? Yeah. You know. Something to think about. Valley. Yeah. Valley Pride. I think it's it's cool to see people though, like I feel like I've noticed more businesses start to really wear the Fresno like like wear Fresno as like a pride thing where like ampersand I know they're like very big yeah. like you know Fres yes and like right. you, you know yeah. I I don't know they, they do a good job at being very prideful with what they do and they want Fresno to be on the map you know they don't necessarily have the goal of being like yeah like Fresno's where we started but we want to go everywhere they're like no we want people to come to Fresno for this like right. you know yeah it's kind of cool yeah like, I like it I support mm. it yeah it's also really good ice cream it is it is good ice cream very good kind of sucks about their logo <laughs> oh my god but, yeah I know you know salt and straw came after him yeah but allegedly allegedly <laughs> um, that was just like an awkward A awkward <laughs> A <laughs> like, okay yeah, I know. I remember like talking to Hunter about that, and he was like, "Ugh, yeah, don't even get started <laughs> about it." And I was like, I, "I couldn't believe that." That was just like, "Damn, they like really came after like basically threatened." They're like, "We're gonna sue if you don't fix this logo, make yeah. it look different than us." And I'm like, "Jeez, dude. Yeah. Like, if we're not even a threat to you, like, right? But again, they're Fresno crowd. They're not trying to go to Portland, right? Yeah, exactly. Serve ice cream or wherever. Is that where Salt and Straw started? Mm-hmm. Portland, I think so. I know that's why there's a bunch of them." Mm. Dude, talk about food and talk quality. The, the and dream scenario of the valley. God, freaking Portland. Portland is, they're so good. They just oh, have, man, they have it figured out with like food and like yeah. craft everything. City it's, planning. Yeah. It's beautiful. <laughs> they're, they're just, uh, I mean, they're their own thing. Don't get me wrong. There's not, it's not perfect in Portland, but, right. but the, as far as food goes and, you know, that type of realm, it's pretty spot on. Coffee for sure. Yeah. I'm about it. Yes. Well, I feel like we hit a mark today. We have. Yeah. This is a hodgepodge of things. Yeah. I feel like our last one was kind of a hodgepodge as well, but it's okay. We yeah. we are sorry for being late on the podcast. Yeah. Deeply bothers us yeah <laughs> we are so bothered every day it's like hey are we gonna record this podcast uh yeah and then and we don't and then that's the whole conversation yeah but yeah i think but uh, we did it yeah, we, we did it we did another one it's done you it guys is. have heard it yeah it's over now um well but if you guys have any ideas <laughs> like comment subscribe uh yeah i've always wanted to say that yeah you, you want to say it yeah like, comment, and subscribe. That's it? Yeah. There's no, like... Yeah. No, that's... No. I think you say it better, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I'll keep yeah. saying it. <laughs> um, but, yeah, like, if you guys have any ideas, or if you're like, I want to know this about coffee, or I want to know why you think Lombard's Oka is better than... Uh, a Slayer. different brand. <laughs> <laughs> because <laughs> maybe we don't know any other ones um, or maybe you think Baratz's grinders are different or better than something else we're open to talk about it yeah I want to hear 
feedback from y'all. Yeah. Get the Anchor app. Leave me a damn message. I've asked you nicely. <laughs> Three or four times. Yeah. Got or or if you know in. us, just text us and be like, hey, we want to hear about this. Oh, yeah. Shoot me a text. Shoot yeah. Ryan a text because I have a different number now. And uh, you don't get to hear it. Yeah. Because then the whole... All the whole fan... Uh, all the millions of fans would have. Yeah. It'd be too many messages for Josh to Yeah, handle. I can't just... I can't even handle the... He's a complex man. The uh, yeah. zero I have right now. Oh, wait. I got one. No more iPad, though. No more iPad. I'm rocking that iPhone XS life. Yeah. Oh, shoot. I didn't know that's what it was. Yeah, dude. It's the uh, the most expensive thing in the world. <laughs> and every time I talk about it, people are like, why'd you do that? You're like, like, I don't know. I just needed a phone. I regret it. But, uh, <laughs> you know? Cost more than my rent. Yeah, but <laughs> just you know, it's okay. It doesn't cost more than my rent. Mm. It doesn't. Mm-mm. Sure. No. In total. In total. In, in total, yeah. Yeah, I was thinking. Total, pretty sure. In total, total it does. costs more than you know. A few rents. Maybe uh, <laughs> maybe two years. A mortgage. Probably, yeah. <laughs> um. Costs more than down payment on a house. <laughs> Freaking. That's another thing. Apple, if you're listening, could you not? Could you not? Could you just not? Make it lower the batteries, so we have to buy new phones. Yeah. Hear about that? Yeah. Another thing. Did you hear about their PSA that they don't do that? That they, what? Yeah, they're they like, do that. They they got caught. Their PSA was, yeah, it just kind of happens, just like everything else. It just gets old. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, BS. BS. They are. There's a whole whole news article on it. Bastards. Just kidding. I love Apple, but um. Yeah, me too. Yeah, if you have an Android, what the hell are you doing? Get off Android. And get an Apple. Yeah iPhone, Apple Nation, yeah, ecosystem for life, yeah, Apple watches, yeah, I'm a fanboy, so Apple till death. All right, well. okay, bye. <laughs>